0: What's going on, Card Nation? Welcome to a special edition of The Breakdown on a Thursday afternoon with you guys as we react to the news of yesterday with Tom Jurich and Rick Pitino, and also uh, what's kind of been breaking so far this afternoon. And know normally you're used to listening to us on Thursday nights, and you will still be able to tune in tonight and listen uh, to a full-length episode of The Breakdown, uh, which we've already got ready for you guys for this evening. But Lewis and I both got together yesterday and figured that given the severity and the uh, of this news that it would be in the best interest for you guys, uh, for us to squeeze in some extra time to really go over this uh, in depth with you all and, and do our part here uh, covering this story. So that's why we're here with you all this afternoon for a special edition here of The Breakdown. And as I mentioned, Lewis Metzinger, my partner in crime with me, uh, probably a bad, bad, bad way to uh, phrase that. My, my partner here uh, on the show and my cousin with me as always, Lewis, what's going on, man?
1: Everything, dude. Everything is going on all at once. The world is imploding <laughs> that's, in the city of Louisville.
0: That's kind of what it feels like, man. So... Let's kind of uh, recap what we know now. Yesterday, obviously, the big news uh, at first was reported that Tom Jurich and Rick Pitino had both been fired by the university. That, we later learned, is not necessarily the case. Um, Both Rick Pitino and Tom Jurich were put on administrative leave. Uh, Jurich is on paid administrative leave. Rick Pitino is on uh, unpaid administrative leave. Uh, As far as we know, the status of both of their employments will be reviewed uh, at a a board of Trustees meeting taking place on October the 19th. Uh, after that meeting, we will likely know more uh, about the status of both of these guys, although it's pretty well known and pretty apparent that neither one of them uh, will be retained by the university. And given some of the new information that we have, especially regarding Coach Patino, um, I feel like that is a perfect um, thing to have happen here for the universities to not retain uh, Coach Patino as the head coach. So, Lewis, when the news broke yesterday, um, we knew, we kind of knew that something big was coming down the pipe. Uh, we knew that Tuesday night uh, and into Wednesday morning, you got the feeling something big was going to happen. And then something big did happen. So, uh, your initial response when you heard about it, and now that you've had. Um, I guess almost right at 24 hours to kind of digest it. Uh, how are you feeling today? I think we may have lost, Louis. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I got you now, buddy. Okay, sorry. I accidentally hit the mute button. Okay. Um,
1: when I first heard about it, um, we kind of heard that Jurich was out first, um, and that was a little bit I, – I really think my initial reaction when I heard it was that's that is the worst possible thing that could happen to louisville like i i think that it's time for patino to move on and i'm saying that as a guy who really has you know both of us have grown up with patino yes. as louisville's basketball coach this is not like we've seen coaches come in and out because really there have only been two coaches in most people you know most people in this area is a young lifetime um so I, I, but regardless, I think Patino, I think it was time for him to move on. I was perfectly okay with that, but I thought it was probably the worst possible thing to lose Jurich because um, all the the excellent coaches, the excellent facilities, the success that we've had as an athletic department, um, it truly comes solely from uh, the kind of work that he's put into building this university into something that's really, you know, one of the best ever. Um so when I heard it at first, I I couldn't. I think I tweeted out something like, "terrible worst decision ever" or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which truly it, it I think it is. Um, and you know, like you and I went back and forth on it. It's kind of like weirdly unclear whether he's going to be remain as athletic director or not. Um, I, I truly think Patino's done. I don't think there's any way he makes it through this, and I think that's perfectly okay. Um, I think it's time to start over, but I don't know what we're going to do if Jurich isn't isn't the AD anymore.
0: It's a very um, it, it's 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 uncharted territory. I mean, uh, especially for us, you know, most of our young adult life, it's been Tom Jurich and Rick Patino. Um, and when you look around at this city, you look around at this university, and you look at the things that Tom George has been able to accomplish, the things that he's built, the um, just the way he transformed the university. I mean, when he took over, uh, I believe it was 1998, um, when, when he took over, the university was in a – the athletics department was in a very bad – uh, state of affairs. I mean, you had title nine issues, uh, all over the place. Uh, you had a, a football program that was in shambles. Uh, you had a basketball program that, uh, was definitely not in the, uh, the heyday that it had been in the, in the eighties. Um, and Denny Crumb was nearing the end of his tenure. So uh, you had a lot of cleaning up that needed to be done and Tom Jurich came in, grabbed the bull by the horns, and took that over and cleaned it up, and it, it took care of all of the NCAA potential issues that Louisville was facing—the sanctions they were potentially facing due to Title IX. Um, and then, once he cleaned everything up, then he started to build. Um, he brings in Rick Pitino to replace Tom, or to replace uh, Denny Crum. Uh, he makes some very key hires, John L. Smith being one of them, with the football program to kind of get things back on track. Um, and then he started to take care of the other sports as well. It was never just about two sports with Tom Jurich. It was always he took care of everybody. Uh, you see that as evident in the women's basketball program, the baseball program, uh, soccer, swimming and diving, softball, volleyball. I mean, he took care of everybody. Um, But I think one of the biggest attributes that anybody would say uh, was that Tom Jurich was incredibly loyal to the people that worked for him. And I think that in the end, that that loyalty is what kind of did Tom Jurich in. Um, And we're we're still speculating. Again, there have been no—it's not official— technically, that Tom Jurch is out as the athletic director, but I think all signs point to uh, Tom Jurich will be out uh, upon that meeting there October the 19th with the Board of Trustees. But I just – and I said this yesterday on Twitter, and I know there was a lot of other stuff going on at the same time. It seems like every five seconds somebody was sending out a new tweet, so it may have got lost in the shuffle and and nobody may have seen this. But when I graduated high school and – 2012. I had no idea what I wanted to go to college for. Not a clue in the world. I am a musician. I want to be. I wanted to be a musician. That's all. That's all I was focused on out of college. I mean, out of high school. So I took a year off. I decided, found an online degree program um, in sportsman or in um, in music business that I wanted to do, and I did that. And I got that degree. And then once I finished that degree, now it's two and a half years, uh, or two years to get that degree, so now I'm three years out of high school. And I really began to think, okay, what is my what is my other plan? What is going to be my plan for life uh, for the long run? And at that point, I began to look, and I, and I had been a Louisville fan my whole life, and I had seen and really began to pay attention to just what Tom Jurich was able to accomplish here at the University of Louisville. And it was at that time, from from studying him and watching him and watching the things that he did, um, and my love of college athletics grew because the university grew, um, I, I kind of feel like it, I grew with it, um, and my love for college athletics grew with it, I made that decision then at that point that I wanted to get into college athletics. I wanted to get into an administrative role in college athletics and become an athletic director so that I could affect change the way that Tom Jurich affected change here at Louisville. Because Louisville, the city, the university, while I never actually enrolled, has a very, very special place in my heart, and it always will. And I wanted to be able to affect change that way. So yesterday, watching all of this happen and watching this this man, this figure uh, that I had looked up to and was inspired by uh, being placed on administrative leave and dealing with the things that are going on with this university. I mean, it it strikes me to the core because this is... This was the inspiration for me to go back to school and become take the steps to become an athletic director or to be in college athletics in some way. Um so I'm I'm especially shaken today. Um and was shaken yesterday and I'm sure a lot of people will will hear this and will make fun of it, but um I'm not I'm not saying that you know Tom George didn't make mistakes. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I'm just saying that as a person. That was watching this happen. um, How it's affecting me. uh, Because that is somebody. That I looked up to. Um, And I hope. That. You know it comes out that. He had no idea that. um, That he didn't do anything wrong. I hope that. Um, But you have to understand. That. As the athletic director, it is your job to know what's going on in your athletic department, and there is no way of getting around that that is your job, just like as the head basketball coach it's your job to know what's going on in your program so i don't know lewis i i 'll step off my soapbox for a minute, but i just i had to I just had to get that off my chest and get that out there no
1: dude i I think you know like like we've said, a lot of young guys like us that have kind of when I say young, I mean, we're not that young. Um, I don't, you're what, 24, I'm 23. Yep. Um, you know, we've, we've only really known, uh, Jurich, obviously Jurich. And for the most part, Patino, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember a time in my life. Um, you know, I was, by the time Patino was hired, I was six years old. Exactly. Um, so for, you know, three fourths of my life, um, Patino has been the head coach of the University of Louisville, and it's, um, I, I mean, obviously, he's in his 60s, like, he was going to stop coaching in my lifetime. But the fact that he's basically going down in flames, um, you know, as much as I'm ready, especially after being uh, emotionally drained through the last three years of of being a louisville fan i'm ready to move on it's just it's almost like it's like moving to a new state or or or, you know getting adopted into a new family like it's like i don't even i can't even begin to understand how to deal with it because it's never been something i've dealt with in my life
0: no, you're exactly right. And I'm sure there's a lot of carnation that feels the exact same way today and, and yesterday um, as all of this news begins to unfold and we begin to understand a little more of, of what's going on. And I think I, I've had a couple of really burning questions uh, since this whole thing broke. And, and the one that continues to stick out in my mind is if you're Rick Patino And Brian Bowen all of a sudden falls in your lap as a five-star kid that previously really did not have any interest in the University of Louisville to begin with. And now all of a sudden, late in the recruiting process, he falls in your lap regardless of whether Patino knew or did not know about what was going on. How, if you're the head coach of a men's basketball program that is already in NCAA hot water, how do you not... When a five star kid with no interest falls in your lap, how do you not get all of your assistants together, turn on your little video or your recorder on your phone or whatever in an office and start asking questions? Start asking, how in the world did this happen? I'm not accusing anybody of anything, I just want to know. I want to make sure. I want to ask every question that I could possibly think to ask because that's the same thing that the NCAA said when all of this stuff with Katina Powell was going on, that Patino did not ask the right questions. So if I'm Patino, that's the first thing I'm doing is I'm asking all of the questions and I'm vetting this thing out and I'm making sure that all my bases are covered so that if something does happen, then I can't say that I I didn't investigate it.
1: No, I'm, I'm with you completely. I don't, it's, uh, it's mind blowing to me that, uh, that after this whole thing and, and Patino going through it with having one of his guys that he trusted most, um, and, and we know how, how um, just involved Patino is, there's, it's yes. mind blowing to me that, that he didn't have every breath that his assistants were taking over the past I don't know, a couple years under a microscope. Like, I just... And if this don't... really does come out as, as being um, Jordan Fair, um, as the one assistant that met in the Las Vegas hotel room, which is what all signs point to, um, being a new guy, uh, how do you not have him under the tightest microscope? Exactly. The most up-close microscope. I, I don't... I can't. It's... It honestly just... It just adds to the just utter confusion that's been being a Louisville basketball fan for the past two, three years, four years maybe.
0: And, and if you are an assistant, I don't care if you're new, I don't care wh- who you are, how stupid do you have to be when you're already under probation from the NCAA, how stupid do you have to be to do something like this? I, how tone deaf as a coaching staff do you have to be to do something like this? I don't care if it's always been going on. If this is something that's been happening for years in college basketball, you haven't been under NCAA probation for years. So right. if, if that's the case, then you, then you stop it right now. Then you, you quit it. You knock it off. You're you're done because you're already under fire for the NCAA, so you don't need any more issues. I'm not saying that it was that then you pick it back up later or that it was right that you were doing it to begin with, but you you definitely stop it now because I mean the NCAA is going to be looking at you under a microscope and going through everything you do with a fine tooth comb. Why would you even allow yourself to be in this position? It's just it, it's mind-boggling to me, and it—I don't understand it in the least. And then you get the information that's been coming out today from multiple media outlets um, and reputable media outlets that now Coach Patino, for from what we're hearing, is in fact coach 2 in the FBI report that that he was the one talking about uh, the the guy at Adidas and how he you know swings a bigger you know than. Anybody else, and and how he would be the one to get the money from, and 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 all, and all of I mean, this. We're on a podcast. You can you can uh, read the quote. I, I've got to find the quote for you. F- see if you can find it. See if you can find it because I've got one thing pulled up on my phone already, and then m- I'm recording, and I've got like a million things going on. If you can find the quote there, what it talks about, Coach Two, uh, that would be wonderful. But now we're hearing that Patino is. Apparently, for all intents and purposes, and according to these media outlets like CBS, that he is coach too. And if that's the case, then all of these people in Card Nation and and across the country that may have said, well, you know, maybe maybe Rick really didn't know. And how bad would you feel if Rick goes down because he really didn't know? and, And then he says he didn't know about the strippers and stuff. No, hell with that to hell with all of that and to hell with him being on administrative leave get him out now if that is the case and he is in fact coach too get, get him out now get him out yesterday that is ridiculous irreprehensible i can't even begin to fathom that i mean it's i don't even i don't even know um while you're looking for that, uh, Marcus Green of WDRB, follow him on Twitter at Marcus Green WDRB, has been all over this. Um, Greg Postal had a meeting today, and after the meeting, of course, there were hordes of media waiting for him outside of the office. Uh, and Marcus Green actually asked him about Rick Patino being coached too. Um, and this is what uh, President Postal or interim President postal had to say about that. Rick Patino, are those reports accurate? Uh, I can't
1: comment on uh, an ongoing investigation that's being conducted by the, uh, the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. I think when uh, when they're prepared, uh, they will probably uh, continue to amend their documents and, and gradually replace some of the numbers with with actual names. But it's, it's not our position to do that because they're 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 their documents.
0: But you said yesterday that you did know the identities of Coach One and Coach Two. So why can't you confirm or deny? That? One of those is Rick Pitino.
1: Just because we don't feel it's our place to make those announcements, uh, it's it's an investigation by the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office.
0: What? You don't feel like it's your place to say you? I, I can't even. That's that one's got me all kinds, all types messed up. You don't think it's your place? To dime out the guy that is ruining your program and you're the president of the university. Miss me with all of that crap. You shout it from the top of Grallmeyer Hall. He did it. He guilty. You scream that from the top of Grallmeyer Hall if you're Greg Postal. Damn all of that. This is I'm pissed, Lewis. This is ridiculous. Did you did you find the quote, by the way? Uh, I, I kind
1: of found an article, but I can't find the, um, oh yeah. It says, this is based on an article on the daily beast. It says in a taped phone conversation, an alleged conspirator claimed the assistant coaches were the ones pulling the strings at Adidas. No one swings a bigger dick than the blank coach at Adidas, than the blank coach. So that's referring to coach two. Okay.
0: So, and we just said it's 12:50 on a Thursday afternoon and we just said dick on a podcast this is we've reached a new level of covering you of athletics folks <laughs> it's always something it just it gets it's you know
1: <laughs> prostitutes and, just, just when you we think just, you know we just dive into all the scum just on a regular basis it's great but no i'm completely with you dude i just you know it's this whole university like and i t- tweeted it yesterday in my response like i'm i'm a i am one of the biggest U L fans you'll ever meet i um you know if i can even make that claim about myself i'm I- i'm obsessed like anyone would. T- i don't i get relentlessly made fun of because all i wear every single day is louisville clothes from my socks to my hats um and I, I watch every sporting event multiple times. I go to the lesser-known sports. I go to volleyball games and baseball games occasionally. And, and I, I'm a student at UofL, and I've been going to school there for what feels like 15 years now. Um, I'm regularly involved on campus as far as you know being there and being in the environment and stuff. And it's an embarrassment. Being a a University of Louisville student in every way, from the president, uh, um, Ramsey, being a scumbag, to the coaches in our most popular sports being scumbags, it's an embarrassment. This university for the past six or seven years has been an absolute embarrassment, and it's pathetic. And I'm tired of it. It's an embar- I don't. I don't want to claim that I'm a a, a U of L student. I don't want to claim that I'm that our you know that I go to a university that's uh, you know under an academic probation and, and and is being audited left and right. And our our you know men's basketball coach and athletic director have been canned. And I, I don't want to claim that. It's an embarrassment. And I. But I. You know. I'm too. It's not like what am I going to do? Who am I going to go? For? What am I going to be a, a Bellarmine fan now? I mean, I mean, what do you? What am I supposed to do? I love U of L. I love the sports. I, I I love the university. I love the city, but this is just—they've pushed us too far. Like it's just too much. I just don't know what to. D- I don't know how to be a fan right now.
0: You're exactly right, dude. And there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people feel that way—that they just don't know how to be a fan, but. And I think that there is still, within this athletic department, there is so much to be proud of as a Louisville fan. Look at look at Dan McDonald and look at what he's done. He is the bright, shining hope of this athletic department. Look at the things that he's done. Look at the type of man that he is. And you and I both know personally uh, the type of man that Dan McDonald is. I mean... You, you still have plenty to be proud of. Look at what we're doing in women's sports, in volleyball, and in softball, and in soccer, and in field hockey. Uh, shameless plug, I'm doing a field hockey national anthem on Sunday. Um, but a good Lord willing, the stomach bug don't rise. Um, so, I mean, you you have plenty to be proud of. Honestly, look at your football program. Look at your Heisman Trophy winner. Look at the head coach that everybody was so afraid to bring back because it would bring all kinds of bad publicity. You haven't heard a peep from Bobby Petrino since he got back to Louisville. Now, I am not one jumping on and, and driving the Bobby Petrino morality train, but I'm just saying that— He's the cleanest guy at this university right yes! now. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Him and Dan McDonald are the two cleanest head coaches at this university in our major programs right now. And I, your tweet,
1: your tweet uh, yesterday, or was it yesterday? Um, the one where you said, "Remember when?" Yes, so it, was, it was Tuesday.
0: Yeah, no, it was Tuesday when all of this stuff happened.
1: What was the What was the exact quote?
0: It was. Um, hang on, I'm gonna have to. I gotta find it now. Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Let me go back here. Let's see. Because Nick retweeted it too. So I should be able to find it quicker than this. Okay, here we go. Remember when everyone thought that bringing back Bobby would bring bad press to the school? Those were the days. And it's true. It's true.
1: It's a hundred percent true. He has been, you know, outside of really wakey leaks, which was a bad look, but not him really. Right. It's, it's crazy. He's been, he's, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm a huge Bobby Petrino fan. I really always have been because I wasn't as much involved with, um, when he left and went to the Falcons and stuff. I was more, you know, I only knew really of him when he was here the first time. So. Right um she's been great and obviously dan mcdonald's been great our new volleyball coach um danny kelly is she seems awesome she's awesome it was a huge huge she's an excellent recruiter she won a national championship at nebraska she coached a national championship at nebraska
0: if you Um, can win anything at nebraska and recruit at nebraska i don't care what sport it is good on you because there ain't nothing but cornfields out there i've been to well iowa
1: which is close enough it's Big Ten uh, volleyball is, is dominant, um, like I said the other day. Yes, because um,
0: Lewis is our Big Ten and volleyball overall, just aficionado and expert here on the breakdown. Um, he's, a, I mean, he's big, big, big on Penn State, he's Penn State volleyball. Yeah. He's big on this year. Uh, are they going to make a run to the ship this year? Is that, that going to happen?
1: I mean, they've won, like, a lot, so it wouldn't be out of question.
0: So where do you rank Louisville volleyball in the grand scheme of the college volleyball landscape?
1: Uh, well, we have a pretty young team this year. Um, you know, we did choke a game to North Carolina on Sunday when we were up 2-0, ended up losing, uh, three to two, which was unfortunate. So I would say we're I would say we're outside the top twenty five, but you know, I think once Coach Kelly gets her recruits in here, which I know that's a, a cliche thing to say, but, but it's true. She's an excellent recruiter. Once she gets a little more experience and a little more um time with her her girls, I think we're gonna be
0: we'll be right up there. I had another really... Topic. Yeah, I had another really strong tweet that I don't think got enough attention. It was the conversation between Andre McGee and Coach One, where Andre McGee's like, oh, look at the mess that I made," and Coach One's like, "Ah, hold my beer." Oh yeah, I feel those like are that. Great. I love those tweets. That one didn't get enough. Tw- didn't get enough traction.
1: Um, I feel like that with all my tweets though, but
0: yeah, you do drop some fire on Twitter, and I try to retweet yeah. and and get you some attention. Yeah, uh, you can follow us guys on Twitter. It's at. Do what.
1: I'm not that popular.
0: Yeah, well, we got to fix that. It's, it's at Lewis Metzinger uh, on Twitter, at Taylor Lynch. Also, follow the show at The Breakdown UL. And make sure you guys check out the brand new website, uh, air clap for Lewis, for designing our brand new website, com. Go check that out. Uh, this podcast will likely be up there soon I, I don't exactly know when but it'll be up there um also i've got to upload our 37 hour pregame show uh, from a couple weeks ago and get that up there so you guys can hear that as well so uh lewis obviously the the big talk now is where does louisville go as far as an interim head coach and an interim athletic director i for one am on this junior bridgman train for interim athletic director yep. uh, i think and and potentially a permanent athletic director. I think that his track record in business speaks for itself. I think he's a stand-up guy uh, and he obviously loves the university uh, having played here, so I'm all for Junior Bridgman as the uh, interim AD. Um, I think there's been a lot of talk about Who's gonna step in for Rick Pitino? Um, and I'm, green, green, green. D- sh- green stop, green, stop! Green, I don't even, I don't even want to think about that, dude. I, f- for the love of God, do not give me Tom Crean. Um, green, I saw green, um, green, um, green. God, no, no. Dude, no. you
1: know what the thing is? Like, to be completely honest, though, we deserve Tom Crean. Like, that's what we deserve. So, if you know, if that's how we have to pay. Um, and then after he's gone, we're done completely with having to be punished for things, then that's that's fine. But we, we deserve Tom Crean. You know it to be true.
0: Our buddy uh, Justin Rank of um, now Card Chronicle uh, in the Red Rage tailgate tweeted this out, uh, and I could not agree more, that there is uh, no coach is going to leave their program right now when— no no good coach is gonna leave their program when we're getting ready to start practice. And there's a reason if a coach is available that he's available in the first place. And he's it's sure. I'm paraphrasing, but he's he's spot on there. Um I'm okay with David Paget just taking over for the season and just running running the team for the season. A lot of people have been talking about Scotty Davenport and I, for one, love Scotty Davenport. I think he's an incredible coach. I think he's an even better person. Um, And this is even getting some more traction today that he's been strongly considered. But if you're Scotty Davenport, why on God's green earth do you leave the situation that you have at Bellarmine where you are absolutely rolling why do you leave that for a one-year stint as the uh, interim head coach at Louisville? I don't understand that thought process unless there was some type of a guarantee or an opportunity that he would be able to become the head coach after a year. I just I don't see why he would leave. Why would you leave a good program, a solid national championship contender at the D2 level, why would you leave that and come here for a year? I just I don't get that at all. I don't understand that thought process yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I what do you want to see happen?
1: See, I just don't know um honestly i I don't I like I said, I know I joke about Tom Crean, but like I mean
0: does it feel like I, it I may like be the see, only option I mean
1: yeah, kind of because I don't like you said no. I mean, practice starts what Friday tomorrow? Yeah, um, or Saturday. So I think. it's like, yeah. So who are we gonna who's gonna leave a day before their team starts practicing to come practice for our team? Or, you know, lead our team practices. Who's going to do that? And if that, they, that has a job already that's worth getting. Yes. and like it's, We're not going to get Chris Mack. We're not getting no. uh, Shaka Smart. Like, we're not getting any of those guys, like, right now. I mean, maybe next year,
0: but not right now. And if somebody does leave their program like that to come take over, do we really want them to take over? What does that say about them uh, morally? And where do they, what do they value? I mean, do you really want somebody like that to take over your program? I don't.
1: Mm, yeah, I guess not.
0: I don't at all. I mean, if you're willing to just up and leave your team a few days before practice starts to take over mine, who's to say you won't leave mine a few days before practice starts to go take over somebody else's? I don't want that. Not at all. Yeah, I guess you're right. But continue on with your with your thought. I'm sorry I interrupted you there.
1: No, you're good. I just, I don't know. I, 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 I'm totally down with the Junior Bridgman thing. I think that would be that'd be excellent. Um I th- I don't know I don't know they said I saw somebody posted that we weren't going to know about the head coach like cuz they said 48 hours and it's been what like a little over 24 now so mm-hmm. you'd think that we'd be hearing something yeah, um, you would, unless they're gonna somebody would leak something you'd think. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know when we're going to know. I think they said something about that we're going to know that uh, interim AD first and then the coach later which I don't know if that means like coach next week or I don't know I don't know what what that means but you know obviously the team starts practice on on uh on Saturday or Sunday or something but I, I did see someone point out I think Eric Crawford might have tweeted at that or maybe Jody Demling um because everyone was saying that Paget um had taken over and really they what they were saying is that everyone's kind of pitching in to help run practice just right. until they name the interim. So it's not like Paget has kind of been, you know, under the table named the interim, the like
0: interim, the interim case. until they get an interim.
1: Right. Exactly. It's just, he's just helping out and, and whatever, um, which is fine, but I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I know there's so many names. The, the thing is like, and I was listening to, um, uh, Mark Blankenbaker and That Boy's Good, uh, Joe Kelly, talked about this on 93.9 late last night. They did a great late job. Late, like midnight late last night. Great I mean, job, they, guys. 93.9 um, has been excellent with the nonstop coverage. Um, but, yeah, they're excellent. But um, they were talking about who might take over. But all these names that people are throwing out, for the most part, have Patino ties. And if, exactly. if Patino... Ends up being coached too, and had involvement in this. Like, there's no way that the university is going to accept anybody with Patino ties. That include that's Richard, obviously. Yeah. That's um, I think that's done. McCronin. You can forget that. That's um, um, what's the guy's name? Um, that faked his degree. Um, oh, Massiello. Massiello. Um geez, that's Kenny Johnson, that's Kevin Keats, really? Yeah, here's uh-huh. your issue.
0: Just like you're you're touching on, because Coach Patino has been in this game for so long, his coaching tree is so massive that anybody that's semi-reputable to become the head coach, you're going to have a hard time finding one that doesn't have some sort of a tie to Patino.
1: Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, because those And those are all names that we've always kind of Considered. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if Buzz Williams has any ties to Patino, but um, I don't know. I mean, he's an option. I, I just. I don't want Buzz Williams. No. I don't think he's that good of a coach.
0: The poor towel I mean, kids that wipe the floor up at the Yum Center oh don't Lord. want Buzz Williams either. Do you know how hard they'd have to work? We'd have to employ them. Like that would have to be a full time job. Just follow him around and wipe his sweat up off the and floor.
1: People are saying Greg Mc, or uh, not Greg McDermott. um Greg Marshall at Wichita State. And I'm like, I don't want his his crazy wife in a Louisville uniform (laughs) screaming and cussing at people behind the bench. Behind you know, I don't want that all over TV. Like Uh. we need somebody like we need like let's honestly, this is who we need. We honestly need Tony Bennett.
0: As miserable as
1: Virginia basketball is to watch, we need somebody that is attractive, clean cut. And just I'm
0: saving this for a drop hearted, for basketball
1: season <laughs> you just Tony attractive. I'm, oh, I said last night. I was I, I was talking to, oh. to Bethany last night and. I was like I was like you know we've we're trying to um, we were going back and forth on who we should get as basketball coach. She said we're not getting anybody good. She's like who's going to want to come coach for Louisville? And I said, well, I mean, Louisville's still a top 5 program regardless um of all this going on and I was like, you know, honestly, we need that guy from Virginia. I couldn't think of his name. And so I'm like, who's Virginia's basketball coach? And she goes, "The dreamy one?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, the dreamy one. That would who's be him." And then I finally it finally Got I've got that name, but honestly, we need somebody like that. We need somebody who is who ha- has a spotless kind of resume right now. And, and honestly, Tom Crean is like that. As much as he's a, a joke and we joke about it, he, he hasn't ha-
0: ever had any problems. And he's beat UK more than Patino has. So. True. You got him on that one. But would you have to take back all of your Tom Crean jokes that you've made over the last... Gosh! However many years. What Tom Crean jokes? Never Dude! A single- oh! Oh! Come on! <laughs> come on! You've been worse on Tom Crean than maybe anybody else that I know directly. I mean, you <laughs> you've been you've been worse on Tom Crean than I've been on um. Oh, what's that schmuck at Pittsburgh? Um, he was Kevin Stallings. yes, yes. That's who we're gonna get. Oh him, Kevin no, no, no! <laughs> I will become an IU fan. I no way, no. Kevin Stallings, you, he's like an atom bomb to a program. He just walks in and everybody leaves. Like, it, oh, don't even get me back on my Kevin Stallings rant. I can't, I can't do that today. It's too much. <sighs> all right, man. Well, guys, again, like we said, um, there will be another episode of The Breakdown, the normal episode of The Breakdown, on tonight. Um, we get a little bit more into the actual investigation itself. Um, we also talked some football tonight on the show, but we just wanted to get together and break this part of the investigation down a little bit for you guys this afternoon. So for Lewis, I'm Taylor. This has been a special edition of The Breakdown, and we'll talk to you guys again tonight at 6 o'clock for episode 63 of the show Again, go Cards, beat Murray State. Thank God we have a home football game this weekend. But there's a couple things you need Before I I this... Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.